One, two, five! Freezer! Three! yourselves, America. This is Defenders Live. Tangent Tuesday. Yes, sir. Yay. Okay. Hi. Hi. I'm trying to figure out, and I'm the one that set this crap up, and I cannot figure out for the life of me why I cannot share. What are you trying to share? The show. You know, the thing we do. The thing we do every night? Yeah, that thing. You mean the thing that was easily set up and should be shareable? Yes, and for some reason I do. Sharing is caring. That's what it is caring. Unless it's Corona. And then it's yes. not exactly sharing. And I mean, it is sharing, but it's not. It, it's it's frowned upon. It is. People get rather frowned. upset about it, and they kind of go, "Hey, that's not nice." Don't, it's not right. It's don't, no. Don't do that. That's horrible. Anyway, tangent Tuesday. It Yay! is tangent Yay! Tuesday. Yay! So, uh, I guess that means I need to hit this button right here, huh? Probably. I don't know if Carrie could have been any less enthusiastic about that because she's just sitting like this. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm doing this. She has the whole thing. What are you? No, doing? I missed it that. Happens. I missed it. What she I does. saw. I can't always do the no, same dance. I, well, uh, don't ask well. Stephen that because Stephen will do the same thing over and over and over again, and it's okay. Darn right, I will. No, no, I just happen to glance up at my screen. I just see Carrie just sitting like this. And, Nope. Are you ready for a miracle? Ooh, that's what I saw. I didn't know I was looking at everything else. I didn't see. So I apologize. I just, what I saw. There. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> the hand flashy things. There we go. Okay. There it is. Carrie so Millinette. Yes. Mm. Yes. Is well. chill dancing. Chill dancing. Ste- chill dancing, deep in thought. Steven doesn't know chill dancing. No, I don't. I don't have chill dancing. He just knows to <laughs> shake his money. So when you look real cool and sweet. yeah, yeah, I, I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have that at all. You do a lot of the head motion. It's like you yeah, just, you just bounce hey. it back and forth and bob your head at everybody as they walk by. Hey, mm-hmm. what's up? How you doing? It's good music, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's no music, so you can stop that now. No. Oh yeah, my obviously. goodness. Okay. So. So. Hmm. <laughs> I I feel like. I, you, I know you do this on purpose. Have you, uh, by the way, have you transitioned the show uh, on the No, nope, I haven't, and I'm going to keep running it like this for a while just to irritate people. Okay, just fine. Because just now that I know that I have forgotten, I'm going to play it off. Because like, it? It, this is a radio show, first and foremost. So, now that it's been called out. Yes, I'm waiting for it to go. <laughs> then now that it is called out, I'm going to ride this puppy as long as we can. 
You dick. I am. I am. I'm going to give it about another two or three minutes, and then I'm going to transition over. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I do this on purpose. You are correct. Do what on purpose? Like, I, what I, what you were about to recommend. The Bob? <laughs> no, not the Bob. The other thing. Oh, the other thing. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I do find stories on purpose. Yeah. Just, and, to, just to make your head throb. And you did. And that's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm okay yeah, with that. It, K- Carrie asked because I started making the laugh that I make when I find something that I know is going to be maniacal. The maniacal. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 She's like, well, I don't like that laugh. What is the laugh uh-huh. for? What is this? <laughs> uh-huh. So, a Monday report from the New York Times mm-hmm. uh, is saying uh, pretty much what everybody thinks, at least a lot of us on the uh, the suspicion side of things. Uh, lockdown no. measures that have been instituted uh, to save lives are inevitably going to end up costing a lot of lives, maybe even more than they have intended to save. They note specifically that the combined effects of the uh, the Wu Tang clap mm-hmm. and lockdowns uh, or the lockdowns and the diversion of medical resources to battle the pandemic will likely. <laughs> have like uh really bad effects uh worldwide in efforts to, to battle diseases that are uh you know actually dangerous you know worse things similar like to uh right. I don't right, know right. like like tuberculosis for example and HIV and the malaria right and but pneumonia just those yeah and the pneumonias and, and all the other things yeah the Times report specifically uh, specifically laments that the lockdowns have caused people in areas mm-hmm. of the world that are most stricken by these diseases to eschew traveling to clinics for testing and treatment, which is likely to cause other diseases to spread, like wildfire. But then again, if you're wearing a mask, what's what's the problem? Does it matter? Do right, masks save you from tuberculosis? I don't know. Well. Well, I mean, masks do stop the blood from uh, shooting on other people as you cough it up. That's true. And that would go. keep that would theoretically keep you from getting it because you can still get it from the blood platelets, the blood, uh, the blood things. Yeah, the blood droplets. Right. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I mean, it could help you there. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. okay. But that's about as far as it goes. <laughs> right. <laughs> So a mask doesn't help from HIV? What? No. Well, y- you usually get HIV from, you know, um, dirty needles and people. Well, touching, touching me, touching, touching you. you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Neil Diamond. Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. No, but it does. It does stop. Any any mask, by the way, but a mask of any type apparently stops the corona, which is far more important to be worrying about. Sure. I'm just saying. Are you saying? I Well, I'm not saying. They're saying. So There's... I, I do have a question with this. Sure. Okay. And I'm not, I mean, again, I, I, you know, if you're more comfortable wearing a mask, then by all means, absolutely wear a mask. And mm-hmm. if you oh. want it required in your business, in your private home, if I make the choice to go there, then I will have to choose to wear a mask or not go. Mm-hmm. So that 
all aside, personal feelings on this all aside, I do wonder because we were told, you know, okay, close everything down for three weeks and we'll stop the great spread. Yeah. Right. And then wear a mask. So, that, so people have I been need- wearing masks for months now and the numbers keep rising. So at some point, is someone going to go, yeah, the masks aren't quite doing what we hoped they would do? Or, what we or are they just going to continue to play it as, well, the numbers would be even worse if we weren't wearing masks? Yes. Yes, that's exactly what they're going to do. Because, you know, they can never go back and admit that they were wrong. It's always, it's going to be that, yes, there are people wearing masks, but not everyone is wearing masks. And it's the people who aren't wearing the masks that's actually causing the problems for everybody right. else. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what's going to happen. That's what they're going to say. is like, you people that aren't wearing masks and aren't sick yeah. and aren't actually causing any real viruses, you people... You people what do you are mean, the you people, people that are causing the virus. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. again, they'll never be able. They will never admit that they're wrong on anything, for any reason, at all. Mm-hmm. So they have to. They'll never backpedal. So they're going to have to be. They're going to have to blame it on somebody else. They're going to have to shove it off onto someone else, and they're going to blame it on. It, it's going to be one thing or another. Oh, they're not using the proper masks. They're not wearing them properly. It's people who refuse to wear them at all. Blah, 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 blah. It's everything, but maybe we got this one wrong. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. According to uh, the Times, deaths, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. deaths from these diseases were at historical low points in 2018. The last year in which data was available, but. Are we talking about tuberculosis? Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the tuberculosis, HIV, malaria, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Right, right, right. But according to the, uh, the doctor, Pedro L. Alonso, the uh, director of World Health Organization's Global Malaria Program, quote, COVID-19 risks derailing all our efforts and taking us back to where we were 20 years ago, end quote. So I asked this question right before we started, and I ask it again. Mm-hmm. Are those deaths going to count as COVID-related deaths? Of course they are. Course yes. they are. Look at, I mean, when Herman Cain died, they blamed it all on COVID, saying that even though he had cancer, that he it, was, died. it was all complications from, from, from the COVID. From COVID, the coronas. obviously. Mm. And we're not yeah, saying I'm not that saying. he didn't. Yeah, I was gonna say, We're not I'm, saying that he technically didn't die from COVID. No, I'm not saying it didn't, uh, like, it obviously didn't help the situation at any, but right. But to turn around and automatically just go, oh, well, it was a COVID. Oh, well, it was a Shut up. The man had cancer. Shush. You know, hmm. let's, let's, let's not, let's just calm down. Simmer down now. Simmer down now. <laughs> According to one estimate... There is likely to be 6.3 million additional cases and 1.4 additional deaths from tuberculosis alone due to the lockdowns. That's that. That's scary. That's real. That's legitimate. Not. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Uh huh. Lockdowns from TB? Yes. With no, no, no. With the lockdown mm-hmm. going on because of COVID. Yes. Um, there's likely to be 6.3 additional cases or 6.3 million cases additional and 1.4 million additional deaths 
Okay, that's, so, that's what their estimate is. Now, obviously, we know that. Estimate. I know that's their estimate. But still, tuberculosis again, unlike the Wu Tang clap. There, yeah, mine sucked. Um, <laughs> unlike that, that's pretty much that's a really bad deal. Yeah, most, it's a raw deal. You most might say. people, yeah, most people that get that, to my knowledge, most people that get TB are pretty much done for. You may prolong yeah, dying it, yeah, from I mean, it, but it's it's like cancer. Fluid, it, it's there. Fluid build up in the lungs until you can't breathe anymore. Mm, sounds That's like a good. fun film. No, TB is you know full on suffocation from from you drown to death. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, don't forget to put the kitties to bed. We should have warned you about that one. Anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, <laughs> put the kitties to bed. The report also quotes an estimate. An estimate stating that there's likely to be 500,000 additional deaths from HIV due to medication disruptions and another estimate uh, an additional 385,000 people might die per year due to the malaria. Right. Yes. Now, again, we know they always overshoot the stuff. They did it with the Ronas and all that stuff. And so I'm not – you take it with a grain of salt. Um, but still, yeah. Uh, at the same time, it is still those are all much something I personally been more worried about contracting than Rona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. No, about, no, no. That's that's yes. Yeah. I I would be more concerned about contracting HIV or tuberculosis or malaria. <laughs> malaria. Than I would COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. I mean, yes. the The chances of contracting COVID are higher than contracting HIV. At least, I would assume for us. Mm-hmm. Sure. I could be wrong. Maybe. Um, yeah. Tuberculosis. Uh, I don't. Know. I don't know. Malaria. And and tuber- tuberculosis and malaria maybe like on a mission trip, mm-hmm. yeah, would be yeah, especially malaria that would be an easy one to to get on a mission right. trip or something like that. Yeah. But going overseas but, and all my mission trips were canceled. Oh, <laughs> oh, dang, darn drat. So, which so is... I am more concerned with contracting the Rona. <laughs> Because all the stuff's been canceled because of it. Yes. Makes sense, actually. That's well, the one that's closest fine. to me. <laughs> but is it really? Is it? Well, well. How many people do you well, know with TB? It's a good question. I've not, known, I've not known anyone with TB. I've never known anybody with TB. Not there. You go. Not that I've known of directly. So, just saying. Right. You know what I do have though. Mm. I have American Pride Roasters coffee in my cup. You know, I, I should have. I should have, you know, flat out just said, "Don't worry about the soda. Let's make some coffee." Before I, yeah, you should have. You should. I should. Yeah. You I still should. Like that. That should be before I leave. I need a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Send him a text real fast. Can you make a pot of coffee? I need a cup of coffee. <laughs> what flavors do you have, or do I need to ask? Does it even matter? Does More it than matter? Likely, it's Ron sexual chocolate. I'm just saying. Probably. Yeah, but that's just that says a lot about the person that you're gonna have the coffee <laughs> that bears your name in your home. That's a little. Uh, Why not? Uh, I'm just saying that's a little. Uh, 
not bad. That's a little presumptuous, I might, you know. It's a tad pretentious. A tad pretentious. That's that's, that's, that's. If, if, if by chance. If perchance. Perchance there happened to be, like, I don't know, a Defender's Coffee made, I would obviously have it at the house. You should. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't know if I would. I would feel weird about constantly having it, to be perfectly honest with you. I would, I would get it, and on occasion, like, like once a month, like once a well, yeah. of course it's going to be delicious. It's American Fried Roasters, um, exactly. But yes. like once a month, I could see, or once an order, once every other order, okay. Mm-hmm. If I did it more than that, I would start feeling a little weird about myself. <laughs> but what if? Okay, but what if he changed the name of the blueberry blend that you love mm-hmm. to to, to or or to Dylan's favorite blend? Of yes. Blueberry. Oh. I would probably Dylan's have. Favorite I would. I might have to stop drinking it. I'd have to drop it down because I would. I would feel very weird. It's like, why do you have this particular one? Oh, it's just because you got your name on it. No, no, no. No. The reason why it has my name on it is because because it's freaking good, and I'm I'm the promo guy. Delicious. You can find out how delicious it is. Go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Calm. The 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 variety of coffees in there, everything from just a regular good cup of joe to flavors ranging from the blueberry, as Carrie mentioned, Ron's sexual chocolate, which is a chocolate and raspberry. Mm-hmm. You've got all kinds of different flavors. They've got teas. They've got chocolate, actual chocolate. Um, guys, actual chocolate. <laughs> it's, go over there to chocolate drops and then everything else, the peppermint barks and so good doc's bacon blast is still out there just go pick it up something you will not be upset you will not be sorry no american pride roasters.com so forward to every morning i do too it's my favorite part of the day (laughs) it is and i have to picking up is american pride roasters in your cup it's the best buds for your taste buds american pride roasters.com uh let's see so so, a church in New York has resorted to barricading its front steps in order to stop homeless people from leaving the poo-poos and using needles. I love this story because mm-hmm. it's so bad. The look on Carrie's face was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The jaw just dropped. That was amazing. <laughs> jaw dropped and then immediately just retracting face. She like, went, no, oh, that's well. not good. Mm-hmm. Quote, these, nah. these people would come and crap all over the stairs, said a member of Trinity mm-hmm. Baptist Church in Hell's Kitchen to uh, the New York Post. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> First off, having it, no, no, we cannot pass that up. No. Having a Presbyterian <laughs> church in Hell's Kitchen? Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a legit name. It's, you know. Oh, it's not. It is. It's it's a it's a not a borough, but it's a I don't know what the heck they call it. A precinct, a neighborhood, whatever. It's a section. Right. It meaning how bad it is there. Well, how bad it used to be. How bad it still is. It's not. Well, it's only getting bad again. Mm-hmm. But it's anyway. It's the super the superintendent in charge of the church said that the faithful had to resort to avoiding the front steps altogether and going through an alternative side entrance to go to their weekly services. Quote, I don't open it up anymore, said the super from the front entrance. They're throwing syringes in there, smoking pot on the steps. End quote. (laughs) (laughs) 
Jerry. It seems, it seems that there's a <laughs> real mission opportunity here. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I feel like I'm kind of missing it. There, yeah, it's, it's kind of literally in their face. And uh, I feel they may be avoiding something, really. I, I think you might be missing a big step in what you're supposed to uh, be doing. Step, I get it. Stairway, uh, got it. I uh, see what you did that there. Was, that, was, that was really a horrible pun. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I could have used Stairway to Heaven. That, oh you could have. There, there was a story or a study done. Um, I believe it was at Princeton at Princeton Theology um, School or School of Theology mm-hmm. where there was um, there was a whole uh, talk being given on um, the the Good Samaritan, uh-huh, that right. parable that Jesus tells. Okay. And and everyone knew it. I can't remember now. I can't remember if the 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 story came first and they were all rushing to get somewhere or I think they were all rushing like they knew it it had to be at a certain time like this talk was going to be given on the good samaritan they all knew it was good the, the good samaritan and um and it started at two o'clock or whatever time it was mm-hmm. and so they they had to get there by two and they the people conducting this study had someone lay across the sidewalk homeless looking hurt looking and um, the majority of the seminarians had to get to this talk on the Good Samaritan. And so they like walked around him or walked over him and wow. <laughs> totally passed him by. Wow. Guys, do you not understand what's going on? So they were, yeah, it was, talk it was about, a total. Talk about missing the forest through the trees. I mean, mm-hmm. holy smokes. Yeah, it was a really interesting study. I, I think it was done in the 90s or maybe the late 80s or something, or it could be totally wrong. No, I have still, it printed up somewhere. It was very interesting. That's fantastic. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, so another church member told the Post that the super stands outside the church to keep the homeless moving, sometimes for 10 hours a day. Quote, oh my God. every day I'm fighting off these guys. Uh, I've had to put my foot in a few A's. End quote. Said the church super. Right now, I feel like what I'm a security guard. The <laughs> oh, where did it go? The Trinity Presbyterian Church in Hell's Kitchen. Once again, church in Hell's Kitchen. In Hell's Kitchen. Again, and they're chasing away homeless people. And, and again, like Carrie mentioned before, kind of missing the point. Oh, my gosh. God is literally putting people on their doorstep, and they're like, nope, stay away. Help this person. No one wants a person, you know, shooting up or dropping trowel in their church building steps. I I get that. I get that. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, it it really does seem like you could brainstorm not even really hard and come up with a couple of ideas to make it – work yeah there, there's some kind of uh a plan Just something something there'd have to be maybe anything something trinity baptist church or presbyterian church says it's on its website that it serves uh about 100 church members apparently it could grow real well if they would quit chasing away the homeless people <laughs> wait, wait wait how many members a hundred a hundred a hundred one hundred members it is new york city you, they don't have mega churches in New York City. But I'm saying even can't. 100 members. Yeah. 
That's a big church in New York. Oh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. I don't think that's a big church in New York. In New York City, with when they, as many churches as they have floating around, mm. and then as cramped as it I is? I'm not a big mega church person. Fan. But um, 100, 100 seems pretty small, especially in a city the size of New York, even though Most there are aren't, yeah. plenty or, or, that are not Christians. Right. Uh, it's still the hundred seems pretty small. Yeah. Still. Or low. So uh, there you go. Ne- dirty needles and poop on the stairs at church. Missed opportunity. Because because they love missed opportunities. Because they do. Yeah. <sighs> well, we're not going to miss this opportunity to take a break, guys. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. There's so much more on the other side. Don't go anywhere. Yay! Hey, this is Daniel Fazina, host of Divine Intervention Radio, inviting you to join me every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern right here on Mojo 50. Divine Intervention is the interview show that features intriguing people who've experienced the hand of God in amazing ways. Divine Intervention, Sundays at 7 a.m. Eastern right here on your Mojo 50 Libertarian Talk Radio. Live free. I believe in miracles. If you've said the world has gone crazy, I think 99.9% of the Earth's population would, in fact, agree with you. Here's the thing. You can never be too prepared for the craziness that's happening all around you. Keep your head while others are losing theirs. Go to preparewithmojo50.com. You will find an emergency food supply with a big discount because you are a Mojo 50 listener. It's not about uh, panic. It's about being ready for anything. Preparewithmojo50.com. Bring up the holy hand grenade. One, two, five. Freezer. Three. This is Defenders Live. Oakley, who's 33 years old. She's a yoga teacher from Newton Kent. Drinking her own urine has uh, given her relief from a number of long-term side effects and issues, such as autoimmune disorder, Hashimoto's thyroid disease, and chronic pain conditions from fibromyalgia. You know what else it's kept her from having? What? Friends. Yeah. Uh, uh, probably a love Good life. breath. She tells the press that she started drinking her own pee when some, uh, when some people call urine therapy. No, you need therapy. Yes, but, we are. Yeah, and 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 just so we're clear, y'all can blame Stephen for the audio issue that was happening apparently in the first half because he didn't have the nerve to actually say, "Hey, Dylan, <laughs> hit the I button." I sent you messages, buddy. I can't do messages on my phone when I'm looking at two different monitors and running three different sound systems and 
and trying to have a conversation. You know, okay, here's the drill. I can play producer if y'all want to duke it out. I can do that if that's what you want. (laughs) All right. Actually, it's kind of funny because you were the one reading the stories to us. I know because you didn't have anything. And Steven, like, I think, well, he had it on the phone, but. Mm-hmm. I had it. I can read it. It's <clears throat> fine. I'm didn't it. Speaking yeah. of which, I do have on the phones. Uh, let's see, artist FKA abbreviated over there on the Twitters. There are more than a few missed opportunities in New York City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's it. Yeah, James over. Wow. Uh, thanks for the James insight over there, there on the Twitters as well. Jesus whipped uh, whipped some gutter trash and kicked some butts to clear the trash out of the temple too. That's a, that's a little different, though. Well, it's a little bit different. I mean, I, again, I, I understand you don't want poop on your steps and you don't want dirty needles, and I, I got that part of it. But, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the end, you know, a homeless person is a homeless person, and, and that's kind of, you know, it's not for us to – in the end, and, and, that's, and that's the hardest thing because even I'll do it. I mean, we don't have near a, a homeless problem that – most places do, but you go out right. here and you'll see people stand on the side of the highway or in front of a Walmart parking lot or something somewhere holding that little sign. And everybody, mm-hmm. I do it my all the daggone time. Heck, there's one, there's a, there's a couple that sits out here on US one outside of Raleigh. Yep, and they sit right in the middle of the median in this major intersection between you know the one highway coming north south and then another major highway running east west, and and they sit there in in like Coleman like the folding lawn chairs. And they yeah. sit there together. And I, and I, just like everybody else, I stare at them and I'm like, huh, hot. something How about this. Ford Coleman folding chairs. Well, and I don't know if they're Coleman. I'm just, it was just making a point that, that it, they're still, they're in chairs. They're not sitting on a bucket or, you know, and then you start making these, 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 you know, predetermined notions well yeah well how did they get there they pro and you start assuming stuff and and the kicker is out of all of it is it what god what jesus's point was is not for us to decide that because we don't know our responsibility is to act when we're told to act right and that's that's it in a nutshell it doesn't matter what somebody else says even if they're you know even if you're convinced that these people are often doing something, if you feel that tug and you're being told to do or give, then that's what you do. There's a a, a great idea with like the their a catchy name for it is the blessing bag, where you just keep a couple of non-perishables, little bottle of water, maybe, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, granola bar, probably crunchy, not chewy, just because the chewy ones will melt a little bit, but you know, just a couple of things. Yeah. I'm thinking through this stuff, a couple of things. And then you have that in your glove compartment or in your, if you keep a bag of those in your car, then you can hand them out. Um, yeah. You know, when you see someone and then you're giving and you are, um, helping them in whatever way you can in that moment. Uh, and it's not, it's not so much coming from a jaded perspective, but you know, is money going to be the most beneficial to someone who is seriously struggling and hurting and, and mm-hmm. needing, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, shoot in a blessing bag, you could even throw in a bandaid. We normally, we, when we are driving, mm-hmm. we also normally have just gotten food. Yep. Especially when we're in Raleigh. 
because that's, you know, about an hour away. So right. anywhere we would go in Raleigh, more than likely, when we hit those intersections, we've just gotten food. Right. And so we have a tendency to buy a little extra. Yep. That way, if by chance we mm-hmm. do run into one or two people, we actually have something to give them. It's like, hey, we don't give out money as a as a because we don't. Yeah. We don't give out yeah. money, but we have food. Would you like some? Yep. That uh, we don't we don't keep cash on hand at the church. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, there was one man that came in. <laughs> he came in and and gave me a a, a very sad story. Um, and uh, and I said, well, I you know I we don't have any cash on hand. And he got really offended and he said, I can't believe you don't keep cash here. (laughs) Well, we don't. And here's a list of ministries that we partner with who Mm -hmm. help people who are in dire situations such as yourself. But can I pray with you right now? Well, if that's all you can do. (laughs) Well, (laughs) well then I guess you don't need prayer. All right. So I prayed for him and I, I do, I hope that he's okay. But, and this is, I mean, this is shoot early on in ministry, but it was, it's, it's easy to get really jaded really fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. but <laughs> we don't keep cash on hand, but we always have something in the refrigerator. And so if, if we have someone that, uh, that, well, right now our office is closed to people, but if we <laughs> used to have people come to the office, well, no one's, I mean, like I'm, I work from home now mostly. So yeah, right. anyway, um, so if people come to your house, you have if, food in the fridge and you're ready to serve. No, if people come to my house, I keep it locked. <laughs> so she's like, Carrie. She's like, <laughs> I heard you had cookies. <laughs> at the church, at the church we do, and I always give out. That's exactly. I actually there was when I my first or second week there, there was a group of people standing outside in the parking lot and our secretary was like, what did you see these people? What's going on? What do you think is going on? And so I said, I, I don't know. And so I went out there and asked and, and they, uh, they were doing Pokemon go. Ah. And, uh, so apparently we had a Pokemon near stop. our church sign. Uh, so you, you had a stop near your sign. Okay. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Or a gym or something. I don't know. Yeah. One so, of the yes. So I went in and I got them cookies and water and, you know, I said, well, let me know next time you're getting a Pokemon here. <laughs> you can come and have some more cookies. <laughs> you, you know, that's it's a funny thing that you put it that way, because that's one of those, once again, missed opportunities that a lot of churches fail to fail to recognize. So when these games came out and they're uh-huh. echolocation games, they're, 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 they're places that you have to go physically to go do this. Right. A, a lot of them are churches. And mm-hmm. the reason why is, one, a lot of people congregate around churches. And two, they're seen as landmarks. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Especially in the South. Churches hmm. are seen as landmarks. It's and so it's, it's one of those situations to where you look at it and you're like, ha, huh, that should be a place where everybody goes to go, go and get this one thing for this game. Churches hated it. By and large, by and large, churches hated it. Like there were there have been multiple times, multiple reports, multiple stories, even locally in the areas that we're at, where churches are like, if you're caught here on 
on the premises playing a video game. We're going to call the cops on you. And I'm like, Come on. Wow. This is a great, you know, what are what are some other missed opportunities that we don't take in mission? Yeah. You know, I mean, Any, because anywhere close, anywhere close. Yeah. Think about it. Anything that's close by to you. Like, um, yeah. we don't take the idea of our extended family yep. as a mission. Mm-hmm. That's actually one of the witnessing classes, um, or actually two of the witnessing classes we have um, really talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it needs to be talked about a lot because it's one of those situations to where people don't do it. And that's, it comes down to the idea of, religion and politics mm-hmm. aren't involved in this on these relationships mm-hmm. but that's not true right. everything is religion and politics when you get down to it everything everything even your relationships with your friends somehow revolve around religion and politics mm-hmm. yeah whether it's the lack of yeah. <laughs> in some cases or just a I like the lack of politics. Yeah, here lately, <laughs> yeah. I like it yeah. too. Because mm-hmm. it just... That, that's okay. <laughs> right. Can we have right. more of that? Fine. We can have more of the lack of politics. That's just fine. But we need to actually talk about the culture. We need to talk about yes. things that are happening. We need to understand yeah. what's going to happen. And sadly, politics has invaded that notion. Yep. Yes, you are absolutely right. It has invaded, and that's a great term for it. It has invaded every aspect of life. And it's really kind of interesting. The the longer I've been off of social media, which every once in a while I'll go, oh, should I dip my toe back in? And then you look at Twitter and you're like, no, no, I shouldn't. I don't. I don't even, I don't even look at Twitter. I just kind of go, no. I'll steer steer clear for just a little bit longer, but I'm but I'm really I'm really torn right now because I mean it's almost Shark Week. I've got some really cute T shirts. <laughs> shark <so>. Week. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But anyway, that's beside the point. So um but yeah, politics have invaded every corner of our lives. And I'm so surprised with um I will talk to people who they're they won't talk to family members or they won't talk to friends yeah. because of politics. political beliefs. Right. It's like, come on, what did you Okay, you knew about the person before they quote unquote knew you know, talked about the religion or talked about their their politics. You knew them. Right. Are they any are they actually any different after you know? Right. Or is it is it just your perception of them? Because yeah. if it's just your perception, that's been changed. Then you can change it back yeah. or you can fix it. You are the one who changes that, not them. Right. Unless you argue a better point. <laughs> just kidding. Sure. <laughs> right. And if you do argue a better point, that's fine. Just make sure you understand that in the end, you should be friends still. Yes. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Yes, because in the end, it, especially when it comes to witnessing, it's not you trying to save these people. It is you no. presenting the gospel and then letting God do what he's going to do. There's nothing else you can do. Exactly. 
and a lot of people, I, I, I think, and I and I've fallen into that before uh, myself. Everybody falls into it at least once in a blue moon. Uh, that that you start going into it. Well, it's on me if I don't do it. If right. I don't say it the right way. If I don't do blah, X, Y, and Z, yep. then you know this. Is, it, they're either going to get saved or not going to get saved. Hingent on me, and that is not how it works. <laughs> in a very non-scientific poll, <laughs> not even a poll. Just my observations um, in doing these, like, witnessing evangelism classes and trainings. Um, mm-hmm. The number one thing that uh, there are two things that people are most fearful of in witnessing and sharing the faith. And it is the the first is that um, the reaction they'll get from the person they're talking to. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the second is that they'll say the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And they'll mess it up. Yep. And I always use myself as an example um, because I'm. I, I think we need to be willing to fall on our face and get up and and use that to learn. And so if someone else can learn from my stupidity, that's you, all right? good. Yeah. So um, I always talk about how you know I used to I used to teach a an adult Sunday school class, and I was in seminary. And in one of my classes, I realized, oh, crap, I think I was teaching a heresy. <laughs> uh, wow. What heresy did you teach? That's what I, was... I got to know now. <laughs> huh? Not purposefully, but it was it was um, modalism. Okay. So modalism is because um, I was using the example trying to explain the Trinity. And this is a very common one, um, trying to explain the Trinity trinity with um h2o yeah um you know because it can be three different things but modalism Mm -hmm. is you know one substance which is god but presenting himself in different ways dependent on the situation and so it's not three persons in one it is one who manifests in three different ways and so I have a great example that you can use. I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Go so ahead. it's uh, yeah. So I, you know, I use that as an example. I mean, generally when you're having a first few conversations about faith, which I would, I would really uh, recommend you have a relationship before you jump into where are you going? If you die, what? you know, I, just, <laughs> I know, I know. It's crazy, yeah. but um, uh, I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh my gosh, I do this all the time. I think I've got early onslaught, uh, not even dementia, just like early onslaught blanking. I don't know. Senile. You're going senile early. Is that oh what it is? Oh my gosh, early senility. <laughs> Ooh, that's bad. Um, but no, I use that. I use that. You know, like generally when you're talking to someone who is not familiar with faith and mm-hmm. you're just starting in that conversation you're not going to go immediately to let's talk about the trinity yes right i That's... mean like like the nitty-gritty of it yeah. um, why not i know i know <laughs> uh, what did i i was telling someone recently they were they were asking these questions and and oh okay so then it's like this and i was like no 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 we're not gonna really. we're gonna just keep it real tight here we're, we're gonna, gonna play in the, we're gonna play in the shallow end Father, Son, holy spirit because this is what God has revealed to us, and we're going to just hold on to that, and let's not venture from that yet. 
<laughs> Let's stay in the shallow end. Let's stay in the kiddie pool for a little yeah, while. Let's just keep it here. Keep it tight. Keep it tight. We're, we're so. going to keep on feeding you milk, feeding you yep. milk, feeding yep. the milk. Got to get the milk in. All right. Now you can try some fruit. That is... some fruit and milk. <laughs> yeah. That. Hold on. I use this example. Where is my book? Oh, here it is. Okay. So I've used this before. So when I first was kind of, all right, let's get into theology. Um, this is this is a book and it has stuff in it about the Trinity. Then I was, you know, learning and growing. And then this whole book <laughs> is also just about the Trinity. I said, we don't start with this. No. We start with this, you know, and, yeah. uh, and and systematics are not necessarily the place to start. Anyway, let's, let's just start so with you, you don't throw when 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 someone is is uh, newly saved and they're standing down there and they shaking everybody's hand after church. You don't walk them away and automatically hand them a uh, a systematic theology right. like right out systematic the shoot. Theology and a study Bible. And a study and... <laughs> no, we do it a little differently. Nah. Anyway. But no, it must be no, a Lutheran I... thing because they. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that just must be Baptist. I don't they know. just push us <laughs> in right into the water and deep yeah. end. And yeah, I mean, you, don't, you not only do you dunk us completely, but you also just throw us straight in. Sink you know? or swim, buddy. Sink or swim. There you go. <laughs> but there are there are a lot of a lot of missed opportunities that mm-hmm. we have daily in our lives, and this is not. I mean, like there that is not a guilt trip for anyone listening at all. No, um, because it's, it's I think just that truth. Yeah. It, it's just the truth, and 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 I think that this story out of New York is a great example. And then that follow up tweet with there are a lot of missed opportunities in New York City. Yeah. Absolutely, but I can look out. In my own neighborhood and go oh that was a missed opportunity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so um but that's the exciting and cool thing about witnessing and evangelism there's always another opportunity yeah and um and even for i always i i love hearing from rather introverted people when they share um their experience in you know, being a missionary, yeah. whether it's in their backyard or across the world, you know, in mm-hmm. a remote land. Um, it's really cool because they are out of every comfort zone, which is Oh, awesome. yeah, and they Dead hate it. on it. Okay. But they love it. They hate it. <sighs> okay. No, and I was okay. – I, I, I finally pulled up Twitter, and I was actually been holding on to this, but I was going to say, going back to your definition of the Trinity, I, I had the exact same example that James just threw up there. Um, oh, good job, James. But the best way to, to describe, at least in the South, the, the Trinity is you get you a fresh pea, or fresh cherry pie right out of the oven, homemade. And if you cut it into three pieces, you see the lines of demarcation in the crust that it is three separate pieces. But inside, that filling is all one pie filling. Just like it is all one God, even though he's taken his exterior and he's cut it up into three different pieces— just so that way we can handle that because we couldn't take him in one bite if we had to. So if you get it, you split it up in three, and that's that's how I learned. And James stole my thunder. Thank you, James. Well, and, and once again, remember <laughs> anything that anything that man comes up with yeah. to explain this is going to break down eventually. Eventually, right? No, I know. Right. Eventually, no, I know. You, but you can find the flaw in it and cause an ism 
eventually. Eventually. <laughs> eventually. Eventually. But no, that was the one that I grew up, had grown up learning. And then I was like, you know what? Once I, and I, fat boy loved him some pie. So once, you know, I could relate very well. Can you me one more time? <laughs> another said, pie. Did you say something about pie? Everybody loves I, I almost have it. Can you just. This time, can we try apple? I think that would help. You could do apple. It apple. could be apple. It could be blueberry. <laughs> could you, like, maybe do a cake? I don't know. No. Like, could cake work? Nope. A lava cake. No, because the point is it's all one pie filling that seeps back into the into the, the line. The lava cake. No. I Well, no. Lava cake. May, mm, I haven't had lava cake, so I don't know. So it's, it, so it's cake on the outside, like a pie crust. And then on the inside, it's... Chocolate. chocolate maybe that might work that might work but it has to by going back to the pie thing it has to be a fresh runny you know homemade pie not that stuff that looks like two pieces of cardboard with jello in between right like, it has to be not, like a, not congealed yeah i you, want pie now you're welcome <laughs> thank you <laughs> i've already brushed my teeth oh well and, and i'm not gonna just Your toothbrush only works once not. a day, twice a day. Yeah. You can't no, if you hit your no, limit. I brushed them and then I ate an apple and then I brushed them again and I said that's it. Oh, oh so you already brushed your teeth twice in the past like two hours? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean. So, what's your favorite apple? Speaking of apples, cooked. do you have a? Oh, that's right. You can't have fresh fruit, can you? Nope, cooked. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what kind it is? Uh, no, because once you cook it, they all get sweeter. <sighs> all right. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I know the ones I don't like. Like I don't. Uh, what, or maybe I do. Uh, like was that the Fuji? Is the ones that that when you bite into it feels like sand? Mush. Well, yeah, the mush and sand. That's like red delicious. Yeah, they are not delicious. Um, not yeah. at all. No, the I grain, don't. They, take, they, they, they have a grainy consistency. Yes, I, those I cannot yeah. stand. I'll eat the peeling straight up and throw the rest of it away. I can't stand it. Um, I, I, I'm kind of a, I like the anything, anything that doesn't have that. And uh, on occasion, I'm a bit, I, I'll do the uh, Granny Smith. So you like a Honeycrisp? Mm, yeah. uh, Honeycrisp are the best. Yeah, Honeycrisp. That was the one I was trying to think of the name of. Koru. I, I've just recently discovered the Koru apple. K O R U. Never heard of it. And it's very similar to a Honeycrisp. Um, pos- Honeycrisp has a little bit of tartness to it, mm-hmm. um, and the Koru apple is is that same amount of tartness that the Honeycrisp. The Koru is sweet, so it's it's got just a little bit of a little bit more sweetness than the Honeycrisp, but it's very crisp. And crunchy and um, very good. Hmm. Yes. Nice. And I've had a, what is it, a Konzi apple, but I can only find those in Florida. I think I found them in Georgia once. That, yeah. Well, you know, there there are there are ones that are specifically rationed to certain areas. Yes. But the Konzi apple is also very good. Konzi apple. Mm. It'd be nice to try. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Steven's like, eh, it's a- it sounds yeah. good. Sorry. It sounds great. It's like, hey, what's your favorite banana? I hate you. I, hate <laughs> you all. I can't even eat that cooked. <laughs> well, hold on. See, now you just said that you have me wondering, and I have those moments. There is only yeah. one actual banana. No, there's not. Really? There are like 70 variety Shut of banana. Up. 
America gets four. I've only seen one. America gets four, and they have to change them. Are you including plantains? I don't count plantains yes. because no, 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 no. Hold on, no, no. I don't. Thing, As I say, I don't count that. Yeah, because you have a plantain and you have a banana. Like th- they're the same family, but that's like right. saying you have a dog and a wolf. You know what I mean? They're same family, very similar, but two different things. Right. So you have, but but you do have multiple variety of yes. banana. Like well, yes, there are a thousand different varieties. See. Growing around the world, subdivided into fifty groups. Some of them taste taste like ice cream. Shut like up! Like straight up, just like Nuh-uh. soft serve ice cream. What? Sitting there, so you know, some of them are like the little red ones that you get at the, that you can find at the grocery store. You can there, there are hold so on. many. Hold types. on, hold on. Time I out. can't have a single one of them. Time out. Did you say a red banana? Yes. Yeah. Have, have you not seen the little I, mini I, red bananas? They're at Walmart. Go get. Them. Oh wait, you don't go to. Walmart I don't go anymore. to Walmart anymore. <laughs> they're also at. They're also at like the, the regular grocery stores. And little, the plantain is considered. It is in the banana family. Yeah. It is banana. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's again, it's just like a wolf and a dog. It's, it's a dog. It's, yeah, right. But I, they're, there's, they're separate entities. That's that's my thing. Like I'm talking about canine. like these t- are all banana. Okay, yeah. Bananas but, are actually considered a berry. Yes. Wow. God, I. That's you. It's a very long, but it's and a very long berry. Half of the thousand bananas in the varieties, like um, half of them, are inedible. Yeah. I have never learned learned so much about bananas ever. <laughs> You're welcome. A short time. You're so welcome. Wow. And I can't eat a single one. Wow. Okay. Well. Sorry. <laughs> this is what happens. So I was gonna say this is what happens when we don't have a challenge or anything to test out the taste. We just start talking about the new food. Food fact. because yeah. I'm hungry. So I'm hungry. Cavendish, food fact. Cavendish bananas are the typical what we think of when we say banana. Uh-huh. When we say uh, banana, we think of a Cavendish. Yeah. Gotcha. That's the Chiquita bananas. I feel like this I need is... I need to play the uh, now the more you know, sing, you know, <laughs> thing. This might be the weirdest tangent. We went from talking about the being and missing mission opportunities to pie. And then cake. To the Trinity, yeah, apples. to pie, to apples, to bananas, to... Bananas. Yeah. Wow. That's okay. That's, that's, oh, this is a cream pie. Ooh. <laughs> so my wife's favorite is... Uh, um, um, what is it? Dang it. You better hurry up. Banana put banana pudding. She oh, yeah. Good stuff, man. With the na- like she, vanilla wafers in them? Mm. Yeah, with the vanilla wafers and the whole deal. That's her deal. That's, nice. That's, yeah. Well, she now gets that, to eat it all. Now that everybody is, is, is mouth is watering and everything, let's finally, because I got it this time, let's let's do the bells, shall we? Do it. Good evening, Mojo Five O. I'm Leprechaun, and here with the bell count grade for the day, Tuesday, August 4th, 2020. Today we had two missed innuendo bells, 16 actual bells, three 2020 tadas, and a trigger warning for delay the vote and uh, dinner in Texas, giving us a D for the day. Peace out, boys. Stay healthy. Hey, Carrie, how you doing? See you tomorrow, everybody. <laughs> he actually that really counted. did trigger you. He counted, I think I was more triggered about you having dinner out there than I did. <laughs> yeah, I did so too. Hilarious. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We appreciate Defenders Live. Go to mojo50.com.
There's so many other things that we missed and everything else, but uh, we'll see you tomorrow at 9 o'clock. Bye, y'all. Bye. Oh, it was great. Uh, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I'm terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. President Trump is now encouraging Florida voters to vote by mail after repeatedly criticizing the practice. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports. For the past few months, the president has blasted mail-in ballots and warned of fraud. He also threatened to sue Nevada over a new vote-by-mail law. But now, Mr. Trump says Florida's election system is safe and secure. Florida has been working on this for years, and they have a very good system of mail-in. Florida is a critical swing state, and the president is encouraging Florida residents to request a ballot and vote by mail. Greg Clugston, Washington. At least four people were killed as tropical storm Isaias moved up the east coast. Isaias was a hurricane when it reached land in North Carolina, not far from where Dean Burris is on vacation in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Next thing you know, the water kept getting higher and higher. It overtook the pier. And I'm shocked it's still standing. A big section of the pier did collapse. Issa Eas may have weakened to a tropical storm, but it set off tornadoes in several states. Madeline Fisher got very close to a twister in Ocean City, New Jersey. Our house is on stilts, so our house was kind of swaying in the wind. So uh, that was pretty scary. In New York, winds forced the Staten Island Ferry to shut down. I'm Ed Donahue. Lebanon's health minister says more than 70 people were killed and more than 3,000 were injured in the huge explosion that rocked Beirut. The blast Tuesday flattened much of the city's port, damaging buildings across the capital and sending a giant mushroom cloud into the air. Hours later, ambulances still carried away the wounded as army helicopters helped battle fires raging at the port. The sudden devastation overwhelmed a country already struggling with both the coronavirus pandemic and an economic crisis. On Wall Street, the Dow by 164 points, the Nasdaq rose 38. More on these stories at townhall.com. You know what makes you feel really good about yourself? Doing something good for somebody else. If you'd like to do that today, go to JDRF.org. Join them in the fight against type 1 diabetes. JDRF.org. It's something good you can do for the world. JDRF.org. Why have thousands of aspiring authors teamed up with Christian Faith Publishing to publish their book? Because Christian Faith Publishing is an author-friendly publisher who understands that your labor is more than just a book. We provide authors freedom and flexibility throughout the publishing process. Professional book editing, award-winning design, and some of the highest royalty structures in the publishing industry. And as always, you will retain 100% of the rights to your book. I was looking to find a company that I could trust, one that assisted in the editing process completely. The most important qualities that I was looking for was a publisher who was honest and upfront. No hidden costs or fees and owning the rights to my own work. Christian Faith Publishing will publish, market, and sell your books in all major bookstores, online booksellers, as well as specialty Christian bookstores. Call for your free author submission kit. 800-978-4812-800-978-4812-800-978-4812-800-978-4812-That's 800-978-4812. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them and I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org, m25m.org. 
Patriot Energy. When solar energy is done right, it can save you up to 30, 40% over your current energy costs. Call the professionals at Patriot Energy to get your no cost, no obligation layout and design. Compare and contrast the differences for yourself. Go to PatriotEnergyAZ.org forward slash Mojo50 to get started today for your Patriot Energy solution. Hello, everyone. I'm Donna Fiducia. And I'm Don Newen. And this is Cowboy Logic Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Donna Fiducia, along with Don Nguyen. On August 6, 2011, a U.S. Chinook military helicopter operating as Extortion 17 with 15 SEAL Team 6 members on it was shot down while attempting to reinforce a Joint Special Ops Command unit southeast of Kabul, Afghanistan, killing all 38 on board, including SEAL Team 6 member Aaron Vaughn. July 16, 2013 was the original and emotional Cowboy Logic radio broadcast where we spent nearly two hours speaking with his parents, Billy and Karen Vaughn, and Major General Paul Vallelee. The following is an encore presentation of that unforgettable interview about the life and death of an American warrior and hero, Aaron Carson Vaughn. Good evening, everyone. I'm Donna Fiducia, along with Don Nguyen. And again, we have such special guests tonight that if the mainstream media did its job, which it isn't, which is the reason why we're here, these people would be a household name. What, was, what has happened here would be the subject of dinner time uh, conversation if families even eat dinner together anymore. I'm talking about extortion 17 and what I believe is the betrayal by our U.S. government of 30 heroes that got Osama bin Laden. Billy Vaughn and Karen Vaughn are the parents of uh, Aaron Carson Vaughn who was one of those 30 elite Navy SEAL team members that was killed on that horrible night, August 6, 2011, when a Chinook chopper with a total of 30 elite troops was shot down in Afghanistan. And uh, Aaron had just celebrated his 30th birthday. Also joining us on the air is Major General Paul Vallelee, who helped uh, Billy Vaughn write this book. And I've had the pleasure of interviewing Major General Vallelee on the air many times at uh, Fox News. And um, it's always a pleasure to have him on the air because uh, in this kind of uh, format, he can say whatever he wants. And we're I just like gonna... talking to him on the phone. How you doing, <laughs> General? True. I'm fine, Don and uh, Donna. Yes. And Karen and Billy uh, Vaughn, again, thank you so much for joining us. Let me just uh, give a plug to the book right off the bat. It's called Betrayed, Exposing the High Cost of the War on Terror by Billy Vaughn and General Vallely. And we thank you all for, for joining us here tonight on Cowboy Logic Radio. Uh, Karen, I want to start with you, if I could. Uh, you sent us a whole bunch of uh, information, great background information on what happened leading up to this um, that horrible night. Uh, in general, well, actually, any three of you can answer this. 
in general, do you feel this is uh, actually payback or was it just a misstep given that Joe Biden outs essentially the Navy SEALs two days after the Osama bin Laden raid, which is something that's unprecedented to begin with? Well, I think, and first let me just say, Donna and Don, thank you so much for having us on tonight. What an honor to, to be talking with you two, great American patriots, great American heroes, and, and we're so thankful uh, that you're giving us this time to just talk about our story. But as far as that question, that that's like a million-dollar question of the day. Billy and I have really tried to stay away from uh, the conspiracy theories, and, and they certainly have, there are certainly some valid issues circling around that make you question uh, some of the events of that night in conspiratorial ways, but we have found that the evidence that we have accumulated is enough to know that terrible things went wrong that night, documented documented issues without even going into the conspiracy issues, and those are the things that we've chosen to battle straight on and, and face first, uh, look them in the eye and deal with them. Absolutely. So that's so, kind of where we are on that, yeah. And I agree. I almost think, in my opinion, it's it's the fact that Joe Biden just says whatever he thinks. And it's, it's like he doesn't think after he says it, but that's another story uh, for another time. So give us a little background on this whole situation that led up to extortion 17 because rarely would you put that many of an elite seal team on one chopper let alone a chopper that's so antiquated anybody go ahead go ahead billy i'm sorry well uh don one thing that we one thing that we have found out and we found this out from the guys on the ground uh strange as it may seem that the seals do sometimes, um, when there is an emergency, uh, when there is something to get there quickly for, uh, they do crowd a lot of men onto one chopper because the experience has, has shown that what the enemy will do is uh, they will let the first chopper land and then as the second chopper comes in, they will attempt to shoot that out of the sky. That's what men on the ground have uh, have told us. That's what shooters have told us. Mm-hmm. That's what the military has explained in the documentation. Now, let me give you the downside to that. Two things. One is, in the testimony, there seems to be a lot of questions as to why the seals were called in to start with. Men who were in theater, men who were on the ground, men who were in the battle space that night saying, we don't know why the SEALs were called in. In over 400 missions, we'd never done one like this. We don't know why they were called in without softening the, uh, the, the landing zone first. And, and so that's one thing. The second thing is, is yes, that strategy works fine unless the enemy knows your strategy. And we believe because of the way that our men have been forced to operate over there, the way that our special operators, our rangers, our Marine Recon, our Navy SEALs, the way that they are being compromised, that uh, the enemy, and I'm going to say enemy slash allies, Afghans, have all the info. They have all the strategy. They have all the techniques. They have all the operating procedures that our special operators are operating by, so they would know to tell uh, the insurgents, hey, the second chopper is not even coming into the HLZ, so center on the first chopper. So we have compromised our men in such a way uh, that uh, no one can tell for sure 
exactly what happened that night, even the people involved. There are so many contradicting conversations about why the SEALs went in, why they were all on one chopper, why there was no pre-assault fire. I mean, uh, and it's, it's just unreal, Don. It's just unreal. It's chaotic in the battle zone. That's what I, I, I just don't understand. General Vallelie, I've, 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 I'm old enough, I'll admit it, to remember that in Vietnam, after a while, our boys over there were pretty much told, you really just have to fight this war with one hand tied behind your back. And it was sad because so many of the locals would jump out uh, from anywhere and, and attack our soldiers. And I remember Lieutenant Callie, that was a, a major uh, story where something went terribly wrong, whether it was wrong or right. But, you know, when you're in the, in the heat of battle, you're, you're forced to, to defend yourself. Now, fast forward to a situation here in uh, Iraq and Afghanistan, which as a layman, still, from what I've seen, is even 10 times worse. You can't do anything to engage the enemy. And the fact is, with the way they are, their allegiance moves from place to place with whoever happens to be paying them off or whatever they happen to believe. And it puts our men and women in serious harm's way. Well, Donnie, you go back all the way to World War II, where we took on two uh, major powers of the world, the Nazis and the Japanese, and we defeated them in uh, three years and ten months uh, because we had a strategy for victory in both theaters. Uh, then we go to uh, Korea, which we ended up in, a, in an agreement uh, with the North Vietnamese and uh, have paid the price uh, uh, 60 years now uh, for that uh, uh Strategy, and I was always a big believer in backing President MacArthur, not President or uh, General MacArthur, not President Truman, because he sought victory, uh, because we had committed all of those forces over there in Korea. But and then we uh, advanced forward to uh, Vietnam, which became a very political war. And once uh, the rules of engagement were placed on uh, the forces over there, uh, even the aircraft missions were uh, almost uh, in in well. Not all cases, but many cases improved uh, all the way back to Washington, D.C. So we had uh, aircraft uh, going in, taking out what we call secondary and tertiary targets, even a bamboo bridge. And we weren't really uh, seeking uh, victory.